Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Challenge podcast. This is episode 6. Today we're going to be looking at a Game Week 4 preview right after the international break. I'm joined by my regular co-host Leighton. How are you? I'm really good. It's confusing when you say it's episode 6, it's Game Week 4. I'm really confused. Yeah, as you know, it's confused me quite a bit over the last few weeks, but getting the hang of it. Hopefully I don't need to read record us every time we do this but we'll get the hang of it eventually <laughs> are you ready for the game week yes yes i am okay. ready to come back actually wales are playing estonia tonight so i should consider watching that before the next game week yeah, especially if you're considering buying joe rodon for your team at spurs uh, yeah, let's move on. Fair enough. In today's episode, we're going to be looking at the international break and the news surrounding that. There's quite a bit of talk over the last couple of days regarding that. Uh, we're going to recap some team and player stats from last week, and I've added to that for this week. Then we're looking at wild cards because that's a popular topic this week, and perhaps one of us is on a wild card. And then the usual quick fire predictions and transfer plans and captaincy. National break. Um, at the moment, we know that there are quarantine rules in place. And once the international teams come back from their games, then they would have to quarantine if they were playing in a red list country. And therefore, some players or the Premier League weren't wasn't allowing players to go to those countries. However, some players did go and just didn't play in the red listed countries. And if they played for against the country that was on the amber list, then there's a whole lot of different rules that are, are applying. You can see them on screen here. And probably the biggest news was in the Argentina and Brazil game. Did you watch that? Were you about that, Leighton? I, w- I watched the news about the games being suspended because a Brazilian player shouldn't have been playing Argentinian or vice versa. I can't remember now. And then I was reading today that the Brazilian players might not be able to play until after this coming game week. Yeah, basically at the moment as it stands right now, and that's on the 8th of September at 5 p.m., the Argentinian players could be subject to some disciplinary action from their clubs for being involved in this, which doesn't really affect anyone because I think it's they're more than likely going to be fined and not banned by their clubs because that doesn't suit the clubs anyway. But the Brazilian players who weren't allowed to travel to Brazil for the game, they might have to miss out this weekend because their clubs did not obey FIFA's laws which does affect us overall quite a bit yeah there's quite a lot of brazilian players in the premier league yeah and uh, i think it would affect anyone with any wild card ambitions looking at leeds have some good fixtures coming up but rafinha might not be allowed to play so yeah i mean there's i think there's the list is eight there are eight Brazilian players that can't make it and I think off the top of my head it's Rafinha, Edison, Jesus, 
Fred Firmino uh, yes yeah. Jesus Firmino Rafinha Fred Silver Allison Edison so quite quite a few big teams so there we go and quite a few interesting players who we were considering and kind of affects me a bit potentially for my transfers but we'll have to see what ends up happening because I think that the clubs are going to be appealing that so there'll more than likely be a yeah for sure decision in the next day or two so wait on whatever you do and don't make any hasty decisions just yet do you have any Brazilian players it's confusing uh no I don't think I do actually but also it's confusing because I was reading that due to Everton's relationship with the Brazilian FA that Richarlison is allowed to play this weekend which is absolutely yeah that's kind of it's kind of weird that that's happening because if FIFA is going to be handing out bans, then it has to be yeah. on a whole scale. But they can't just willy-nilly decide. But yeah, I think they might be used by the clubs to try and have that discarded. Not that anyone was considering Richarlison on their wildcard anyway. But I guess. You never know. How about you? Do you have any Brazilian have players? Rafinha in your team and I wasn't ah, right, right, right. going to transfer him out this week I was actually going to keep him for the long term and mm. I think even if he does get banned I'm probably still going to keep him and then just play one of my bench players and hope for the best because there are more important moves to be making which we'll get into I think as well with Rafinha is that they're playing Liverpool so it's not like they're playing Norwich or Brentford where you're thinking wow this I need this player in my team because if I had him in my team I'd probably consider putting him on the bench against the Liverpool team anyway yes that's exactly I think I probably would have done that had I not had an, my, mm. my current transfer plans but as it stands I might have to try and play him and see where we go from there Yeah, looking at team stats, um, these are the stats for teams' attempts over the last first three game weeks. And as mentioned last week, I won't go through all of them again. It's just briefly looking at who's been the most attacking and who's been the least attacking. So right on top, we have Liverpool, Man City, Wolves, West Ham and Everton, all in very good form. So if you're going to be wild carding, then you might want to consider getting these attacking teams in, provided they have good fixtures coming up. Are you considering getting any of these? If you're wildcarding? Very strongly considering Wolves players because they have, it's it's not just their form that, well, let's be fair, they lost their three games, but they've had so many attempts, but now they're gonna go and have a stretch of games of such a good run of games. So if you're wildcarding, I think Wolves players could be that little differential. Because I think many people are probably not going to jump on the Wolves players too quickly. Yes, I think if you're on a wildcard, I think it'll be a popular option. Depending on if you're into the whole like Twitter bubble kind of thing. People on Twitter will be 
hyping Wolves players, but if you're not mm. just a casual player who doesn't know much, then you'd probably say, why? Why would I pick a Wolves player? They've lost three games. So there is definitely a reason to get them, but I think you can get away with not having them with in that same bracket, price bracket, you could, you could instead get Everton players, Everton midfielders, who also have good fixtures. So, I mean, if you look at the, the bottom of the table there, we have Crystal Palace, Leicester, Aston Villa, and Arsenal. So, yeah, I'm not tempted by them at all. Not sure about you. I think, well, Leicester play Manchester City, so that's just even worse news for them. But when it's considering Arsenal, they're going to be playing Norwich, and I'm pretty sure Arsenal's fortunes have to turn around at some point. And is there a better team to play than Norwich? Like, no, no matter how bad Arsenal are, I would expect they go and beat Norwich. We do. With the likes of Aubameyang, Lacazette. Saka. Yeah, I think I think honestly I think it's a pretty decent okay, not yeah, it's a very decent differential shout for captaincy this week. If you wanna if you have really, really big balls and you wanna captain someone else. But yeah. I think they're definitely gonna score this weekend. How many how many? I don't know. Yeah, I would I would I would definitely put my money on Arsenal scoring. And then again, it's just how... If, if I was an Arsenal fan and I'm a fantasy football player, I might put a punt on Lacazette or Aubameyang or Saka. Smith Rowe, there's quite a few players who can score goals. So Yeah, you can even throw someone like Smith Rowe into that conversation for that five and a half midfielder slot with their fixtures. If you don't mm. want to get Gray... Yeah. Triore. You could get Smith Rowe or Saka and be slightly different. And I think Smith Rowe has been the closest to scoring in those first few games than any other Arsenal player. So uh, he's 5 million, right? Or 5.5? I think he's 5.5. Saka's 6. That might be wrong. Mm. Saka is six, and you know his form for England is really good. He plays really well for England, so he's definitely someone I would consider in my team. Maybe. True. Um, however, when you're looking at teams' converted chances, do you think that the likes of Arsenal and Wolves are still worth getting, considering that they haven't scored yet and haven't conceded, haven't converted any chances whatsoever? I think there's also, you have to take into consideration that Wolves have played Manchester United. So there's that. Then Arsenal have played Manchester City and Chelsea. They're very difficult games. So when I'm comparing Manchester City and Norwich or Manchester United, who are Wolves playing next? Can't even remember. Nor can I. I will get to that. Uh, I will show. Or you can check it. Hold on. Let's let's have a look. I can I can quickly find it. Uh, Watford. Uh, yes. They're playing Watford, right? It's it's completely different. So yeah, I would. I definitely. It's very early on in the st- in the season, and statistics aren't everything. Uh, the beginning of the season. Yeah, I think they've had very similar fixtures. Really, Wolves have played Man United and Spurs, 
and and Arsenal have played City and Chelsea. So very similar stats, and people might be overlooking them. So worth definitely worth considering them if you if you're ballsy. I would say I, I'm, I would more than likely get a Wolves player before I get an Arsenal player if I were to choose. That's just me though. Moving on to chances and chances created, small chances and big chances. We looked at this last week. Again, these are just very good options to potentially consider for the wild card. And your usual suspects are on here, like Trent. Trent <coughs> topping basically all the chances created, small and big. And the likes of the goal scorers being Antonio, Calvert Lewin, Torres, Jota, all on the big chances in terms of scoring wise. Um, are there any names on this list that you're considering for the wild card that you don't have in your team currently? Well, after the last game week, my initial move was Barnes out and then Torres for Manchester City in. Uh, considering other players in this list, I don't think so. Maybe, well, Antonio, of course. I'm one of the only fools in a game who hasn't had Antonio. But I did have Calvert-Lewin, so thankfully that. And small chances... Traore's got 10 small chances. He's he's somebody I'm definitely considering. Son Heung-min might have picked up an injury on international duty with South Korea. And so if he wasn't injured, you know, it's, it's, I can't hide the fact that I'm an admirer of Son Heung-min. And then, you know, we only have 100 million. I'd love to put Yotai into my starting 11 and Greenwood. Maybe because of Ronaldo coming through, loses his place, but I'm not sure. But for it's quite a few players there that I'd like in my team. I think the one of the ones that stand out the most for two reasons now is last week we heard about Firmino's potential injury or knock that he may have sustained. Mm. And now add to the fact that Brazilian players might have been banned for this weekend, which means that it's all the more likely that Jota ends up starting up front. So... If I could find a way to get him in midfield, I would. If I was on a wild card, I would get him. I'm not at this stage. So I have Simicas in defense still, so I can't get him until I get rid of Simicas. So if push comes to shove, I might. And this is a big if. A lot of things might have to happen for me to wild card, but I would then make sure that I get rid of Rafinha Simicas and get Jota and someone else in midfield to potentially fund Lukaku or Ronaldo. Awesome. Yeah, it's really difficult because uh, I was trying to make different wild cards refs. And if you want the likes of Yota in your team and Salah and Ronaldo and Lukaku and Tony, it's really difficult. You're then probably going to have the weakest defense ever. And I, I, I can't have a team without Trent. He's, he's essentially a midfield player playing in defense. And it's really hard. And my team value isn't great, unfortunately. I think it's only like 100.3. It's not that bad. And you make it I find it like really hard to fit Yota in. Uh, I mean, I don't know what mine it's is. not great. How much is yours? 109? I don't know what mine is. I would have to check. And I think it's 100.9. Yeah. Ish. 
Yeah, I see. That's quite a lot higher, right? Yeah. Six point six higher. That's a lot in this game. One hundred point eight. There we go. But Antonio. Ah, uh, someone fell in price yes. recently. Yeah. Simi Cass. Who fell? Who, who, who fell? Simi Cass. Yes. Simi Cass. And tech. No, 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 no. I was going to say Fernandez, but he did. He only went up yeah. one. So for me, I don't mind waiting out these next couple of days until we get more news. Re the bans, re injuries for Calvert Lewin, Firmino, and Ronaldo and Lukaku news as well. There's just too much for me at the moment for me to commit to a wild card because I don't know who I would pick. I won't pick. But that's the beauty of a wild card. I want to have specific people who I want to consider. I don't want to have question marks over my choices on Friday night if I'm wild carding. I like that. It's like the beginning of the season all over again. It's been, th <laughs> it's been three weeks. I know, but a lot's happened. Uh, I think if, if I was in a position where... I was top of my all my mini leagues and I was doing fantastically well. And my team value is good. I'd be like, yeah, sure, I don't need to wildcard. And I don't. But for someone like me who doesn't have Antonio, wants to somehow fit in Ronaldo, doesn't want to take too many hits, I think, you know, it wasn't in the plan to take a wildcard so early, but plans change. Yeah. Have to be a bit exactly. flexible. And I don't think I've ever. Exactly, I've never activated a wild card this early. Well, I think I have, but we'll see. It might not pay off. It, but yeah. for those who are committing to a wild card and seemingly you as well, let's have a look at the different positions and see who's probably the best mm. choices there. And we'll start from the goalkeepers because you're wild carding, so you want to have someone in your team for a considerably long period of time, right? And if you didn't like the common yeah. starting goalkeeper this season, which was Sanchez, right? He's not been doing that mm. well. So if you look at the table below or next to this, you'll see for saves in the first three game weeks, top of the pops was Melier from Leeds, along with Lloris from Tottenham, with 12 saves in their games, along with Pope, Saar from Wolves, and De Gea, Mendy, and Martin from Brentford with 10. Raya, my bad. And then bottom of the list, you'd have obviously the team that doesn't concede many chances: Edison from Man City, Fabianski, Cruel from Norwich, which is kind of random. He hardly makes saves, but they concede goals for fun. And lo and behold, the most popular pick, Sanchez, at six saves. So, if you want to be getting points from your goalkeeper, save points, you're not going to be getting them from Sanchez. Because what, every three saves you get one point. And at 4.5, is it worth getting him? Or is it maybe worth getting someone higher up that list like Raya? Yeah, Raya is one that I was considering. But when I was tinkering, just that extra point one, it's it can be a lot. And I think goalkeeper is the position we're all willing to sacrifice and be like, okay, lose points in goal and then I'll, I'll get more points in defense. It, depending on my wild card and my budget, I definitely consider upgrading to Brentford's goalkeeper. 
but I, I don't think I could. I don't think I could justify spending five million on a first keeper. To be honest, yeah, it would take at the not the current stage where we have to try and find money for Lukaku and the Ronaldo. There's just no way. Ideally, I would like the Leeds goalkeeper because I know he makes a lot yeah. of saves, but I can't get him in. So if I were to be wildcarding now, I think I would be going for either the Watford goalkeeper, Bachman, with eight. He's made eight saves, and half of them from outside the box as well, which is good. Easy saves, usually. Or mm. probably Guaita from Crystal Palace, because I think they're both teams that concede chances, but they have a very good chance of getting you points as well. Whereas Sanchez, as much as I know Brighton are good statistically in defence, he doesn't make saves. So at best, he's going to get you six points in a week, or he's going to get you two most of the time, because they concede, frustratingly. Sanchez is playing Brentford this week. So he could make more saves, considering that his opponents are much weaker. I'm saying that, we don't know. Maybe Tony is going to light it up for Brentford finally. But I think as well... The goalkeeper, as you just said, most people in this game have Sanchez as their goalkeeper. He's 4.5. And so having him as your goalkeeper, you're not really losing anything sure, against your opponent. But at the same time. But, but spending more on your keeper, although you might have an advantage over everyone else, you're losing in other areas of True. the team. So, so it's just but that you judgment. you find a keeper for the same price at 4.5, like last season where I had hmm. the Sheffield goalkeeper and he was terrible for 10 weeks. And then at the same time, Martinez had joined Aston Villa and then went up by point. He was, he started at 4.5, went up to five and was a beast the entire season. So if you can pick out that player before people do, and it's a good time to try and do that on your wild card, then you're set when people are trying to get him in like five game weeks later. Potentially. You you could consider Newcastle's goalkeeper because he's also 4.5, but then he might be coming up against Ronaldo. <laughs> and it could be a bad day. Yeah. For Woodman. So I wouldn't recommend that. Not this not this week. I wouldn't I think that's the thing though. That's kind of why I'm I'm tempted by someone who is playing against big teams, because even though I know they will concede, I know that they're gonna be peppered by shots as well. And hopefully they don't concede like 10 in a game. Because then they'll make a fair amount of saves. Actually, I did read Ronaldo in the Italian league. He His shot conversion percentage was quite low. So if he has 20 shots and Newcastle keeper only lets in four goals, then maybe he'd be happy. Who knows? Goalkeeper isn't my forte. Fair enough. Defenders. Move on to defenders then. Uh, top four XGI, that's goal involvement, expected goal involvement. Uh, currently we have Trent, Cancelo, Reese James, Dawson, Richie, and Saiz from Wolves. Um, I'm assuming that, yeah, you've mentioned Trent isn't going anywhere, so Trent's staying in your team and he ball for everyone else. So let's just assume that everyone has Trent. Are you tempted? Okay. I've got Reese <laughs> James has a red card, so he's not playing this week. But 
anyone else in that think. list that you're considering? Uh, I wouldn't consider Cancelo. Uh, Pat Roulette's not great. Sauce, Pat Roulette. Could, is Cancelo going to play? Maybe. Is, it, is he nailed on? on but, yeah. Exactly, maybe. And I, I, I don't like that. If I'm paying six million for a defender, uh, I want him to be nailed to a cross, like a historical figure. Dawson from West Ham. I don't really want to go triple West Ham, to be honest. Uh, I, I mean, I can't go Dawson because I already have Soufal. So I would have triple West Ham. Sorry. Uh, I've considered Scythe. Definitely considered Scythe because I think Wolves just have such good fixtures. I can see them getting clean sheets. They've only considered... Uh, considered. They've only conceded one goal in each game, right? so far yeah so and he's five million so he, he's not a bad shout as well so uh, i've had size in a couple of drafts he's a good attacking defender from wolves he's usually in the box trying to get a header and that's how he scores his goals um apart from that the options at wolves would be Samedo, the right back who's 4.9 at the moment so he's slightly cheaper but for some reason i don't yeah. see him on this list which is kind of weird he should be pretty high up, but he's not. Weird. A, pl a player that is very low down on this list is Shaw. And an initially, my reaction was, get him out. He doesn't deserve to be in my team. But then, with Ronaldo, the type of player that Shaw is in the last, t if, if there's two, three minutes to go, he's going to be whipping balls into the box. And I don't know if you know, Ronaldo, he can jump the same height as the Empire State Building. <laughs> he, he can header anything. <laughs> he absolutely can. Um, yeah. And one of the big issues in the United team is, of course, their lack of crosses into the box, as was mentioned in the FPL Black Box last week. They did a very good cover of that. So they're yeah. good. I mean, United's best chance of getting a ball into the box to potentially get headers to him would be sure. So even though, as you said, we were considering getting rid of Shaw mm. a couple of weeks ago, the fact that they now have the metronomic Ronaldo, we'd expect him to potentially do better. I, I, it's worth keeping him. It's worth finding if out. If Reese James wasn't suspended, would you get him or would you get Shaw? Yeah. Oh. I'd find room in my team for James and keep Shaw. Uh, if it was Shaw or James, I think uh, right now Manchester's Manchester United's fixtures are a little... Oh, then again, they're playing Aston Villa, aren't they? Oh, no, I'd go with Shaw. I'd give, him a, keep, give him a chance. Okay. Let him feed Ronaldo. Yeah, I think it would be fair if you... Even if you're wildcarding or not, it might be a good idea to keep sure at least for the next two game weeks until or three game weeks until game week seven when the fixtures turn and then if you're wild carding then or not you can get rid of him then and then get the good thing is that james is on a red card so this isn't actually any problem correct would you then be tempted by a cheaper chelsea player rudiger yes christensen uh i uh it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. 
Yeah, keep a Chelsea. Def- I, I I would expect Chelsea keep a clean sheet against Aston Villa. I think Chelsea are an exceptionally defensive team. So, especially from week seven onwards, I'd want a Chelsea defender in my team. Sure. But let's look at where the, I would say, probably the bulk of the budget is going to be going, perhaps, depending on who you have on the wild card. The midfielders. So, yeah. midfielders, XGI over the last or first three game weeks, we have Mares on top, annoyingly, because, I mean, whether you have him or not, he ends up scoring when you don't have him. Or he doesn't start, but still comes on and scores goals. So it's very annoying to have him. Mane, second. Traore, third, despite not scoring a goal yet. Salah, Mount, potentially a good option. And then we have the City duo of Grealish and Torres, who I think you have or had. You can update us later. I had Grealish, yeah. And you've just bought Torres, right? Yeah. For a million cheaper, playing up front, no striker. Yeah. yeah, and then at the bottom, okay, this isn't the bottom of the list, but it's the list that I've cut it, narrowed it down to. Uh, we have Rafinha, Ben Rama, popular picks at the moment, and Trincao from Wolves. Who out of these, this group of players, do you think is your optimal four or five on the wild card, whether it be premium players or mid price? Premium has to be Salah. A premier Salah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Salah has to be in the team. Uh, is, does your question mean n- the budget doesn't matter which four or five players I would have in my team if I could have them? Yes. From this list? All right, first, definitely Salah. He's on in the wild card, obviously, yes. On the wild card. Let's, let's say I have an amazing budget, unlimited budget. Yeah, Salah. I'd probably bring in Torres because I think Man City are going to be playing him forward. And I think he's going to get more time. So I, I'd definitely put him in there. Ben Rama, of course, his stats here aren't as good, but he's playing in a, a West Ham side full of confidence. So I'd definitely have him in. Uh, and then, considering different type of fixtures, I would go with a certain Wolves player third in the list. I think he's going to score at some point. He's going to get assists. So him... And then the last one, I would probably, if if I could afford this player and have Ronaldo, possibly go Fernandez. Good grief. Okay. Yeah, I did say that. Yeah. I know good grief, but he's if if he's on penalties still, we don't know. He's he's still going to score a lot of a lot of points. He always plays. He plays ninety minutes. Yeah, I'd, I'd want him in. There. Okay, and then so. Maybe Greenwood. Then let's say narrow it down to your top three mid-price players. Yeah. Top three. Yeah. Oh, mid-price. Between. Uh, between. Traore definitely. Definitely Traore, Torres, and Ben Rama. That's it. That'd be my three picks. I think it's a toughie. Yeah, the three you've mentioned there are definitely good options. Plus Rafinha, depending on what happens. And a person who isn't on this list is Demarai Gray from Everton, five and a half. I think is a very good option too. And a potential make weight in price wise is at five and a half. So could help you in other aspects. It's a tough one. I think me being Rafinha, an owner of him, I'm still bullish. I'm gonna keep him. I'm worried that because 
the European competition start this week. Um, even though Torres seems like a gift on a silver platter, I'm very worried that with Champions League on Tuesday or Wednesday, that he is going to be rotated more. And I don't, I don't want that issue in my squad. Yeah, it's, it's definitely one of the risks of having a Man City player. One of the reasons I picked Grealish at the beginning of the season was because they just paid $100 million for him. And I think Pep had no choice but to play him for those three games, for the majority of them. He just played a, paid a huge amount of money. The board is going to expect you to pay, play him to help sell shirts as well. But with Torres, yeah, he could be rotated very easily. Someone who's not in this list is Jota. Where is he? On Jota. It's surprising he's not on this list. Uh, I think he would be, but maybe his minutes have affected him. But yeah, with Firmino out, he's yeah. a very good option. But his price, again, is potentially what puts you off him. It's not that it puts me off him. It's just I can't put him in the team. That's yes. And then looking at forwards, last yeah. three game weeks, XGI, Antonio, Calvert-Lewin, both on top, smashing it. Cal- I mean, Callum Wilson, Lukaku, and Jesus right there. And then lingering just below them, we have Bamford, whose fixtures are turning now, along with Jimenez, same thing. So, uh, and then of course we have the big hitters in Lukaku, Vardy, and Ronaldo coming in. Your, your optimal front line on a wild card? Uh, optimal. Uh, with na- now, I would go obviously 100% Ronaldo. No question. You'd bring in Ronaldo. If you don't bring in Ronaldo on a wild card, I don't know what you're doing. This idea he's not going to play, it's Ronaldo. If he plays 20 minutes, it's Ronaldo. If you watch them against Ireland, he's got a couple of minutes left. He scores two goals. So Ronaldo, uh, Antonio, the man is on absolute fire, has a nice easy fixture coming up, Southampton, and Calvert-Lewin. If Calvert-Lewin is fit, that's another issue, potentially. But I think Calvert-Lewin, Antonio, Ronaldo, for me. How about you? Where are you going? I feel objectively the same except for Lukaku I think I would maybe want to get him this week because of Aston Villa potentially not having uh, Martinez in goal could end very badly for them so depends on his fitness though he has a potential thigh issue which needs to be scanned yeah uh, Calvert-Lewin I would want to have as well but again he's got a a sore broken toe, I think, which he's been playing through. So we'll have to see how that goes. So many question marks. I really like the look of Jimenez for his fixtures and even Bamford, but I already have two Leeds players, so I wouldn't be getting them. But I would try and balance it out somehow. Yeah, Bamford's fixtures coming up are absolutely gold dust. And I think he he hasn't set the world alight this season. But with those fixtures, I definitely back him. But when you consider his price and Antonio and Calvaluna are about the same right now, I'd definitely be favoring those, to be honest, than Leeds. And Leeds play Liverpool. If they're fit, yeah, I agree with you. Um, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. If, if, if it's talking about fitness, you're asking me, these players are fit, they're going to play, then, uh, yeah, and Antonio, Calvaluna, and Ronaldo. Lukaku was obviously a player I'd want in my team, but I would go with those two, personally. 
fair enough. Looking at the fixtures from game week four to game week eleven, very important to consider the fixtures for the next at least I would say eight game weeks until the next international break because if you're on a wild card, you want to be having a good team for that period of time so you can take advantage of those teams that haven't played the wild card. So, mm-hmm. I mean, looking at the team's best fixtures are Arsenal and Wolves, as far as I know. I see that I haven't sorted this according to the difficulty. On the other one, which I'll show on the stream, I have. Where is it? There. That also looks wrong. Anyway, Arsenal, Wolves have very good fixtures, and Norwich, as far as I know. They were right up there. And doesn't matter who Norwich plays. It doesn't usually. But I mean, if you're looking for like a four million no. defender, there's a there's a few. No, nope, don't. <laughs> Just don't look at Norwich. All that, yes. Just, I'm sorry, Norwich. Your, your canary's in the mine, and there's no oxygen left. It's gonna die. We definitely don't. Just, we don't. We don't want Aston Villa players. Just give up until game week seven. We don't want. I don't think we want. Brentford players from game week five until nine potentially. I, I don't know if I if if I wasn't wild carding and I had Tony in my team this weekend, I wouldn't be too dismayed. They got two nice fixtures coming up. I definitely get rid of him before Liverpool, West Ham, Chelsea, Leicester. That's just horrific. But the next two fixtures for Brentford wouldn't be yeah, too bad. I think if you had to play him, he's a good option to have. But I think with all the other options that are either getting good fixtures or who are in good form, it just makes more sense to ship him out while you can. So, look, looking yeah. at this is the wildcard draft that you made last week. Um, I'm going to compare it to what one, I? I think. <laughs> yes. Uh, compared the one from this last week to the one that you made uh... this week. So, this is what you had for the Antonio draft, which is the one that I think you're going to be going with. You've got Ronaldo, Antonio, and DCL up front. In midfield, you've gone pretty big. Torres, Gray, Mm. Salah, Benrahma, and Alan on the bench. And then in defense, you had Alonso, Trent, Sanchez from Spurs, Duffy, and Sofal. And then in gold, you had Sanchez. Right, so pretty good structure. Overall, I think it's not bad, but we'll have a look at what you ended up choosing a bit later as well. Let's first move on to rapid fire predictions for this week. And let's try and do this quickly. Uh, do you want to go first? Should I? Uh, I'll go first. Spurs 3 0. Spurs Palace 3 0. Okay. Um, yeah. I will say 2 2 1. Spurs. Arsenal Norwich. Who's going to score for Crystal Palace? Exactly. What? You're not good at this prediction thing. Gallagher. Arsenal Norwich. Um, <laughs> 3 0 Arsenal. Yeah. Uh, 2 0 Arsenal. Brentford Brighton. 1 1. 1 0 Brentford. Leicester, Man City. 2-0 two, two Man City. You go first. 
Yeah, I'm not going to predict something crazy like 5-0, like I did for Man City Arsenal. 2-1. Uh, uh, Man City. Newcastle. 5-0 no, Man City. <laughs> Ronaldo, four goals. And an assist. I dread that happening. If I don't own him. Um, United, Newcastle for if, me. If you don't own Ronaldo and that happens... I'm going to upset the apple cart here. I'm going to go 1-0 Newcastle. You are an can absolute donut. Can you imagine the scene? Imagine the scenes. Wilson, 95th minute goal. Oh, oh Ronaldo own goal. Ronaldo own goal, 95th minute. So many people will triple captain. Yeah, own goal, then red card. Can you get triple minus points? Even though minus two, would, would yes, you then get minus six points? <laughs> How does it work? Southampton, West Ham. Steam. One one. Me? Oh, Am I, I'm one one. Oh, I'm surprised. No, I'm good. I'm going three one West Ham. Watford Wolves. Two no Wolves. 1-1. One, one. Chelsea, Aston Villa. 2-0. Two, two if... Chelsea. 2-0. If Lukaku is playing... 2-0. Oh. No. Yeah, 2-0. No, Sunday kickoff leads Liverpool. Uh, it's going to be a crazy scoring goal. Game fest, isn't it? Uh, Liverpool 7-1. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Nah, I've got three, three, three nil, three nil Liverpool. If Rafinha isn't playing, I would, I would probably agree. I would say about three nil. If he is playing, potentially three one, maybe three two. It's a pretty high scoring game, and they tend to go all out usually when they play each other. So, I'd hope for goals. Everton Burnley Monday night football. I'm going to say that DCL will be fit and it'll be a 1-0 win for Everton. It's at Goodison Park. Everton are in good form. We've got the fans behind them. Yeah, I'm going to say 2-0 to the Everton. You would say that, owning DCL. Yes, I would. All right, let's move into our game week plans. And let's start with me for once. We usually start with you. So, me, I have the underwhelming <laughs> team this week. You have the main event because you're playing your wild card. Right? So it's very flashy. I have one free transfer and I have 2.7 in the bank, which I was planning on using to upgrade Ings to Lukaku and then uh -huh. not so now I'm having to panic and maybe find money elsewhere. And I have Rafinha who might not play. So if Rafinha, let's say that we find out that the Brazilian players are not banned, then my plan was to do Ings and Fernandez to 
either Torres, Gray, or if he's fit, I can afford to get Son, and then I can get Ronaldo up front, or Lukaku. Which, if I can, if Son is fit. Wow, you're waiting on so many things. I am. It's 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 annoying, but thankfully none of my players are about to drop. Like Fernandez isn't close to a drop, but thankfully yeah. I can wait until probably Friday at this stage. And if Son is fit, then I might just get Son and either Ronaldo or Lukaku. If Lukaku is fit, I'm getting Son and Lukaku. Definitely. Son and Lukaku's Son and Ronaldo is is absolutely terrifying. It is. What a combo. And the only reason And in your team, your team's very strong. Yeah, the, uh, it's it's good that you have that amazing budget. I mean, I only have that much cuz look my third striker is Dennis from Watford, right? So mm-hmm. I did that intentionally cuz they have good fixtures coming up and he was starting and it made sense if I wanted to play two up front most of the time. So I'm quite happy to have him this week, especially if Rafinha isn't playing, but that just means that Eiling or Brownhill will play for me, which is not ideal. If I wildcarded, then everything's up in the air. And if I do wildcard, I might end up just doing a wildcard stream on Saturday morning and showing it. But the chances of that happening are like, 10% at this stage. What do you think of my moves? Uh, well, I, I can't really say much about your moves because there's so many potential possible moves that Which you could do. Uh, makes you smart. Well, I would... Well, uh, Rafinha and Ings to Son and Lukaku. No, no, no. Would be Fernandez. Oh, Fernandez? Fern- and you Fernandez. keep Rafinha... To, to Son and Ronaldo. Yeah, it would be Bruno and Ings. Oh, of course that. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't believe Tottenham Hotspur anymore when they say, "Oh, Son Heung-min is is injured." It's become like Chinese whispers, man. Chinese whispers. What am I talking about? It's like the the boy who whispered something. Oh, you know, it's one a.m. in Korea. I'm tired. <laughs> I work until ten p.m. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> the boy cried wolf. The boy, yes. the boy whispered in Chinese. Yeah. Close so, enough. I just, I, I think Son Heung-min will be fine. It's Son Heung-min. He always wants to play. So Son Heung-min, Fernandez to Son, Ings to Ronaldo. What, uh, incredible. And then you can play Dennis, like you said, instead of Rafinha, right? So yeah, I, I think that would be perfect. I think it's a good... And then you should captain uh, Sanchez. <laughs> yeah, I could, you know. Penalty mm. save on the way. My captain probably would be... <sighs> Triple captain. I'm very tempted to captain Salah this week because I know... I mean, he's playing Leeds who concede chances for fun. Yeah, it's Leeds. It's Leeds. And then we have Lukaku against Villa and we have Ronaldo against Newcastle. And we have Antonio against Southampton who have been bad defensively too so tough week oh it's a captain party 
No, I love it because I hate when in game week we in game week <laughs> in game week one, everybody captain Salah, yes? Yeah. Or was it Fernandez? I can't remember who was that. Captain Salah, that was it, yeah. And that's boring, man. I like that Lukaku is an easy game, Ronaldo is an easy game, Cavaluin, Antonio, Salah, Fernandez. Yeah, let's let's have some different captain choices. I, but I still think you should captain Sanchez. We'll see about that. Anyway, tell us about your wildcard compared to your other I trust players. you. This is I, I can't remember making the F1. Ah, I remember you. Yes. You messaged me. You. I was at work and you said, hey, make a, make a potential wildcard draft. And I made it in like 10 seconds. But actually, it's not too far from that draft. It's still got the front line of Ronaldo, Antonio, and Calvert-Lewin. And then the midfield is pretty template, really, with Salah, Torres, Ben Rama, and Traore coming from Wolves. Trent, obviously, sure. I've got Dyer in there at the moment from Spurs. I don't know if I'll keep him. He was, he's just a little placeholder at the moment. Then on the bench, I was considering keeping White, just because he is a nice fixture. If he plays, that's good, but not, uh, I'm not sure. And then Allen was my midfielder, who would be put on the bench, and Duffy. But the problem is, because you're, I've got three expensive forwards, Salah, Torres, my defence and my bench is quite weak. So I'm not too happy with this draft yet. Probably still going to make some tinkering. Ideally, I, I would want Son in a draft. But that would mean dropping one of Cavalier or Antonio. I don't know if I can do it. So, but what do you think? Any glaring issues that you'd like, Leighton? Get Ronaldo at the team. Leighton, get He's 37 years old. Um. <laughs> okay. Thank I you. I'll do that. How I'll do it right now. How much do you have in the bank? Zero? Oh, let me look. Let me have a look. Uh, I have point four in the bank. Um, Big spender. You've mentioned that Dyer oh. is a placeholder, potentially. So he could be. You've got Dyer and Traore, which yeah. is what most people have. Uh, so if you wanted to be slightly different, you could change Dyer yeah. to a Wolves defender and Traore to yeah. one of those other players: Gray, Smith Rowe, Saka. Quite a few options, and you've got extra money. You've got point four to use, so maybe you could get someone else too. Rafinha, perhaps, depending on news. And you've got Duffy. Let's not be silly. You've got Duffy in your defence, who I'm not entirely sure will start long term on the wild card. So I'd maybe look for a better four million defender if that. And that again would save you point one, yeah. maybe because you've. You got him at four million, I think. So you'd be selling him for a profit, perhaps. And Alan, yes, he's four point five, and he's a bench option. But is he ever going to play realistically over the next eight game weeks? Probably not. So if you need to get point one, you can get one of the four point four midfielders if you go through the list and save yourself an extra point one there. I mean, Alan's played all three opening games, nine minutes each. Yeah, but my point is, look at your look at that eleven, and tell me when is he going to? Oh, you mean he won't play in my team? Yeah. Oh, I thought he meant for Everton. I was no. 
like, oh, he's a good rotation option. Yeah, I, th- I definitely, you know, I don't want my bench to be so weak that I can't call upon a bench player if I need yeah, to as well. And you'd play them ahead. Yeah, true, and, true. So if you needed point one, so if, if you tinker on the weekend and you see oh, I'm point one short from getting Jota or someone like that, then mm. you can use that. Would you not be tempted by Jota instead of Torres or Triolo? Oh. See, this is a trap I fall into a lot. Uh, would I prefer Salah and Jota versus Salah and Torres? And I think having a City player, well, we don't know because of Pep Ruler, and and that's what my thinking was: have a City player and a Liverpool player. But I think if Firmino, okay, let's let's play with the odds. Hard cards are hard. If yeah, they are. If Calvert Lewin is fit, yeah. If Firmino is banned or is not fit for the next couple of game weeks, then I would mm-hmm. probably change Torres and maybe either Ben Rama or Traore to Jota and Gray. Because then you'd have double Liverpool in midfield and you'd have Gray supplying those assisted balls to Calvert-Lewin up front. If Calvert-Lewin isn't fit, I wouldn't get Gray. And then I'd yeah. If Calvert-Lewin isn't fit, I was considering getting a very cheap other striker so I can get Son Heung-min into the midfield at the expense of Torres. Honestly, I would I thought you were going to say three-five-two in midfield. I would get, I would keep those four midfielders and then turn Allen into mm. someone else. If you can get Son, that'd be great. Yeah, yeah. if I can get Son, I'm not like you. I don't have two point seven extra in a bank. <laughs> if you got Lukaku, but, you could get Son. Just saying. Oh, instead of Ronaldo. Yeah, if you did, if you got Lukaku instead of Ronaldo. And Calvert Lewin wasn't fit, and you used you got four point five in your third striker instead. That gives you an extra five point five plus the point four that you have in the bank. Five point nine added to Allen, who's four point five, gives you ten point four, which is more than what Son is worth. It gives you five midfielders, those four midfielders plus Son, and Lukaku and Antonio up front. So many options. Why do you, why, why do you suggest such crazy things? I can't go without Ronaldo, man. It's just, it's not. The reason I wild card is get Ronaldo in the team. <laughs> Fair. So many options, but I, I hope you enjoy this. Actually, I, I did make a, a couple of drafts with no Salah in there. And I had like Jota, oh, who got Son, and I was thinking, wow, this is so good, but I just don't have it in me to go without Salah. <laughs> so be good draft overall, but it's too <laughs> risky to go without Salah. To me, at least. 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And to me. If Salah, you know what would be perfect, not not for Liverpool fans, but if Salah picked up just a little niggle and they say he, he can't play for four weeks, he's, he's got he's got a cold. That would suck. Like I don't want a man to be injured. I just I just want people to have more varied fantasy football teams. Yeah. It would be good for you, but I think it would make it easier for everyone else to get a wildcard team out. Because then you would get Lukaku, Ronaldo, and yeah, Calvert-Lewin up front. Crazy. Anyway, yeah. you can... uh, I, re- I do want Lukaku in my team after week seven. Yeah, that's probably when I'm going to wildcard. You're going to wildcard this weekend. Not going to happen. They're going to they're gonna say Rafinha's trapped in Brazil... And uh, Antonio's pulled his hamstring walking up the stairs, and you're gonna just. I will take a minus eight if I wild card this week. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it is. It's just not worth it. Anyway, let's have a look at our social medias. Let's do our plugs, and then we can go home. Forgot to add your screen, yeah, which is kind of funny. So they can't hear you for now, but I'll switch back shortly. Um, you can follow us on social media at Fan Challenge on Twitter and Instagram. You can also watch us on YouTube at Fantasy Challenged. Or if you prefer the audio format of our streams and podcasts, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you may listen to your podcasts. Please hit those like, subscribe buttons, and follows, and DMs, and ads, all those things. Do appreciate it. And back to Leighton. Can you hear me? Yes. I can hear you. All right, good. They it would have been that. funny if the entire time you were on mute. <laughs> <laughs> that would be kind of funny. The good thing is that we've kind of sorted out the video and audio. Although, ironically, this evening has to be the evening where Korea is having a bit of an issue, which is kind of weird. But nevertheless, it's good to finally be sorted out technologically and on that note good luck tinkering good luck for the game week um if you send me any more wildcard drafts i might reply or i might not he doesn't reply (laughs) which is fair i think don't you (laughs) yeah sure All right. Good weekend. I will see you next week. Good luck, everybody. Good luck for your wild cards. And see you on. See you next week. Next week. Bye, everyone.